episode 164 of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. This episode is called Controlling People Are Easily Controlled. And before I begin, it's going to be about a 20 to 30 minute podcast. I'm going to tell you exactly how and why and what makes controlling people easily controlled. Now, we could tack on arrogant inside of there. I could type on arrogant people. Now, first and foremost, how did this conversation spark? I was having a conversation with a friend. I was speaking with her, and I was telling her about my past and how I ended up where I am. And what we talked about is how back in the day I was trained by some, I'm sure you guys have seen this. We've all been through that phase, salespeople, persuaders, entrepreneurs, negotiators, where we were trained by a, a fucking shark. Somebody who's like, go fucking close that they buy or they die. Always be motherfucking closing, Right? And so I took on that identity for a while and it didn't work for me because at that point, I just, you know, if we take on these traits, we're not going to be able to sleep at night. That's all, that's all we're getting across here. Right. And for some people, they're perfectly fine with it. No idea what's wrong with them or what's wrong with me. What's wrong with us type of people who can't just be extra sharks and sleep at night. However, I went from kind of dark sales, negative intended buy or fucking die sales to I want to help you out. And so in the middle of this conversation, my friend said, um, she said, well, yeah, the best salespeople help people. Those people are going to sell more. And so she says, but me personally, oh, I always see through those salespeople. As soon as I notice someone's doing sales tactics. I immediately shut down. They're not going to sell anything to me. I'm, I'm not one of those people. And so it's not something I wanted to go deep into at the moment. And I thought in my head, I think what you think I'm saying is that I went from not being able to sell to being able to sell, which is not what I'm saying. And so from her perspective, if you're using quote unquote sales tactics, which anybody who's knowledgeable on the subject understands that all you're doing is communication. It's proper communication. You can call it tactical all you want. Properly communicating is what sales is. And so properly communicating in too aggressive of a way, too assertive of a way, a way that is not in your customer's best interest is going to (laughs) work. It's not going to work as well if you're not congruent with it, but it's going to work. Jordan Belfort still made millions of dollars scamming people. Right? And so I can't tell you the amount of times that somebody said, well, those sales tactics would never work on me. Fast forward from that conversation. So there's the layout, right? We have one of my friends giving me this talk about how, well, sales tactics never work on a person like me. 
And I thought to myself immediately, you are the most manipulatable, persuadable person on the face of the planet, and at the very least, the next 50 miles from where we're standing. And so I thought, well, maybe that's just me thinking about that, whatever. Who knows? Maybe that's just my opinion. Fast forward. The next day, I'm listening to the Ellipsis Manual written by Chase Hughes. And he's like a persuasion. He made the persuasion manual, I believe, for the CIA and the very least for several branches and divisions of the U.S. government. And he trains people to be persuasive and field operatives. There's a whole chapter in here about how people who are controlling and think that they're not persuadable are the easiest to persuade people. So I thought it was funny how spot on that was. Now, rewind just a little bit. I'm in the field as a young salesman. I I start learning these tactics and techniques and I come home and I'm all excited to show my parents. Right? (laughs) Young sales dude coming home from door-to-door sales. And so I start using them on my parents not to be malicious, right? Just, it's interesting. And I say, hey, do you see what I did there? I got you to do this. And you know what they'd say? You didn't get me to do anything. I did what I did because I wanted to do it. Stop believing in all that shit people are telling you. I thought, huh. It's weird that if I do the same thing 50 times in a row incorrectly, you say no. But if I do it right once, you always say yes. And you attribute that to your free will. And so another thing that Chase Hughes said in this book, fast forwarding to being in the audiobook, is... This is interesting to know. Is that after you persuade somebody, they always attribute it to their own free will. Always. They always attribute it to their own free will. And so what you have here is people who attribute every single thing they do to their own autonomy are the easiest to persuade people because they will never question their own autonomy. They will never question their own autonomy. So if you persuade them to do something, they will always attribute it to their decision. And guess whose decisions they trust the most? Their own decisions. So I remember going out there in the field and, um, you know, I'd, I'd talk to these super, super, just like macho dudes, super type A personality. I go to their door, I'd knock on the door and they'd be like, what do you want? And I'd mirror them. I'd be like, listen, man, I'm at work right now. I have to go over something. I have to go to the next house. And they would stop dead in their tracks and listen to what I had to say. And in these moments, you could see their eyes glaze over because in their head, what they thought was, why am I listening to this person? Did this person just put me in my place? And so being a big, in your head, macho, badass motherfucker, you either have to choose from exactly two decisions and this is what we see they have to choose from in that moment those guys had to choose either a 
I'm intimidated by this five, six, 19-year-old child. Or they can choose to believe I'm choosing to listen to him upon my own free will because I really like him. Which one do you think their ego is going to let them believe? And so what their ego always made them believe was, I'm listening because I actually like this guy. He's like me. Interesting. And yes, the mirroring may be helped with that. However, they believe in their own autonomy. They don't believe in their ability to be talked out of their own decision. And so they believe, well, I'm listening because I wanted to. He's, it actually seemed interesting. They would always reverse justify what their decision was and then own it and attribute it to their own autonomy. And so this is what we find with my friend is, it's the same deal with her. Her overemphasis on her belief, I don't want to say in free will, because in some ways, even as a salesperson, I still believe in free will. Weirdly enough, probably going to get grilled by the persuasion community by that. <laughs> but she overly believes in her own free will. And that has led to her, like many people, being some of the most easily persuadable people on the planet. Because if she decides to do something, she will never question how she decided to do that. She will always believe it was her own personal intelligence, autonomy, and her own willpower that made her do that. Super easily persuadable person. Um, versus a person like me, who's paranoid about everything. Person, person like me. All right, now we're fast forwarding to me. Where do I see this in myself? Well, I was raised to always win and to see failure as a huge fucking mistake. And so whenever somebody would put a competition in front of me, I went to school, I moved to a new school, somebody tried to start some shit with me. I would never just walk away or try to defuse it. I would say, challenge accepted, motherfucker. And I always believe, well, yeah, I never seen that. It was my willingness to always accept a challenge, regardless the reward, that had led me to, honestly, so many negative consequences and situations that I could have avoided and turned down. I could have turned down the challenge, but in my head... I'm a motherfucking winner. I'm a challenger by nature. And you're not going to give me a fucking challenge that I'm not going to win. So go ahead and try, motherfucker. And again, that level of arrogance and need for control and belief in my own autonomy, belief in my own identity, belief in my own willpower made me easily persuadable. And I never questioned. I said, no, I'm not doing this because I'm, I'm doing this because, you know, I, I'm not going to turn down a challenge. I ain't no bitch. And it would always persuade me. It would always persuade me to take the bait. And to this day, still kind of does, right? Still kind of does. Still a part of me. The difference is I can be aware of that and diffuse it instead of saying, well, yeah, nobody on the planet can persuade me because unlike all the other 10, all the other 7 billion people on the planet who every intelligence agency has spent the past 100 years collecting and assimilating data to accurately predict model and influence human behavior. I'm different. 
that stuff doesn't work on me. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. And so as a, as a persuader, I look at this and I'll never understand how people have so many strong opinions about fields that they don't practice. It would be like me saying, well, yeah, I'm not a doctor, but I'm different than everybody else. I can perform surgery without having to go to school. I'm just different. It's just the... It's my friend, but in my head, right? I'm, I'm a blunt person. I don't give tacit approval. If you say something wrong, I'm not an agreeable person. That's who I, I'm not going to sit here. Again, there's me taking the bait of a challenge, right? I'm not going to sit here and passively say, yeah, that makes sense. It doesn't fucking make sense. And it's false. I can't perform surgery just because I believe in my ability to do so. That's not how the world works. Sorry, that's not how shit works. And so I never, I never assume that someone who can't see past their own eyeballs is going to ever do so. However, it brought up some interesting points. I had, to, again, I had a meeting with an owner, and he's super upset. And the whole time he's speaking, you know what I do? I say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. So what you're saying is, and I labeled everything he said and built instant rapport and he signed up. Now we're working together. He's super satisfied about it too. Right? Super satisfied about it. Because all I did was label and all I did was label exactly what he said and it built so much rapport. Now I can guarantee you that's a person who says, well, I'm not persuadable. I see through bullshit. I'm not saying what I'm saying is bullshit, but the way they define bullshit is is, is what he's talking about, right? It's not bullshit. I'm making sure you feel understood. That's called proper communication. And so some people's belief is, even if you communicated with me properly, I still wouldn't see your point of view. Inaccurate. That's not how shit works. And so... The amount of times that I've showed people persuasion and they believe and attribute everything they ever do to their own autonomy, intelligence, and free will, those are the easiest to persuade most hypnotizable people on the face of the planet, man. The people who I'd say are a little bit harder, more difficult to persuade, are actual salespeople who are aware, yes, I'm persuadable like everybody else, and if I ever plan on having any degree of whatever you might call or think of as free will, if I ever plan on practicing that, whatever you want to call the free will, then the first step is going to be what we call awareness. And some people, I, I would consider arrogance the opposite of awareness. That's why they say pride comes before the fall. Anybody's inability to understand that not being aware of something is not advantageous. And who knows? Maybe, you know, they say ignorance is bliss. Maybe there is something good to be said about that, like really good. That's, a, that's totally a possibility. However, it's probably not the case. 
And so, if you ever plan on being persuasive or practicing your own free will, you're going to have to be aware of the fact that you, as well, are a persuadable human being. Does that make sense? So, what do we cover here today? The more arrogant you are, the more you believe in every decision I've ever made and will ever make is because I'm me and I'm different than all the rest of the 7 billion people on the planet, the more easily you're going to be persuaded in things you do or don't want to do. That being said, to cap this off, for those of you who are still wondering about the dark versus light sails, black magic works, light magic works. The question isn't if it's going to work. I will say, in my estimation, what it comes down to is, do you want to be a Jordan Belfort where you fuck people over to get paid? Or do you want to be a Jeremy Miner where you make the same amount, if not more money, but don't go to jail in the end and you don't feel like a piece of shit after doing it? And that's a personal decision. That's not a persuasion sales technique. That's, that's not what that is. That's a personal decision. So personally, a guy like me, I'm just not, I don't care what people say. I'm not going to be able to sleep at night without knowing that I'm helping somebody out. Sometimes life turns into a gray thing where you know, someone's trying to attack you and you have to go to some psychological warfare. Whatever. However, that's not most of life, dude. If you want to help people out and sleep at night, not have a heavy conscience, then you'll learn how to sell in a way that's actually beneficial and helpful. However, that's not going to make a difference of if you close deals or not. Dude, that's not going to make a difference. The difference in sales wasn't that I wanted to be like a cookie monster versus like a demon. That I wanted to be like a lighthearted superhero who loves and cares about people versus like some monster. That's not what made the difference for me. However, being on the shark side, I'm not naive. And since I'm not naive, I'm a little bit paranoid. And since I'm a little bit paranoid, I focus a little bit more on being aware of myself and others. And because of that deliberate and non-deliberate awareness, it is harder to persuade me, A, and B, it is easier for me to persuade other people. Especially people who believe yeah, I'm not persuadable. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, one thing I am against, which... Tell me if this is crazy or not. Tell me if this is crazy. I'm fucking against giving tacit approval. You have some person running the show, fucking everything up, walking around talking about how great they are doing it. I'm not the type of person to stand around and not say anything. I would say, listen, man, you're running the show, you're fucking everything up, and you think you're great doing it. There's no reason to give tacit approval. Tacit approval doesn't help anybody, except for people who think that they're fucking God. And people who... By the way, this isn't all about, like, uh, the homie. This is about just people in general. Right? These are little things that came together throughout the day that made me think back of, you know, even with my parents saying, well, 
Well, no, I, I didn't get persuaded. I did that because I wanted to. Stop reading. Stop believing everything you read on the internet. What are you talking about? That lack of awareness in my estimation is dangerous. Having a lack of awareness, believing in your lack of awareness, pushing your lack of awareness onto other people, and then attempting to make them agree with your lack of awareness is beneficial for nobody but that person's ego. And I'm not in the business in stroking people's fucking egos. I would not be good at sales if I was in the business of stroking my own fucking ego. At least I don't think. A person like me who wasn't good at sales when I started was never going to get good by believing I was already good and then ignoring everyone's advice. That being said, a lot of people who gave me advice had no idea what the fuck they were saying. So things can go wrong by not having an ego and following your intuition. So for those of you out there who believe that you're the non-persuadable person, just understand that by definition, that makes you the persuadable person. Being persuaded isn't bad. You can persuade somebody to stop drinking, stop doing drugs, stop making poor life decisions. You can be persuaded out of things that make your life worse, dude. It's not bad to be persuaded. It is bad to be... It's perhaps bad to be persuaded and non-aware. Because eventually as life goes, life is entropy, life is chaos, and you will be persuaded into something you didn't want to do. If you're a person who believes you're not persuadable, that's going to happen more often than not. So... Controlling people are easily controlled. Remember that. 